We've got a topic that's pretty interesting. Hopefully get you thinking. We're talking about some tech that we all take for granted every day, which is why the episode is, is titled The Future Is Now. It should be really interesting. Uh, we'll spend some time talking about tech news, video games, and of course, we'll touch a little bit on the COVID-19 outbreak. It's kind of hard not to talk about right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How it's affecting us personally, and what's been doing, what's, what some companies are doing to help ease the situation for some people who are stuck at home. So, so listen through that, man. It's going to be exciting. So, how was your week, sir? Oh, man. First week working from home the whole week. You know? Uh, do I have cabin fever? Not yet. I don't think so. <laughs> you know, it's it's been a little... It's been interesting. I kind of like it. I'm saving money on gas, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. No sure. tools. Um, but, you know... It's, how, uh, how long, you have a long commute, right? How long is your commute? It just depends, man. If if it's a if it's a heavy traffic day, it could get upwards of seventy minutes, right? And uh, oh. yeah, and it's not like I'm going too far. I'm going like like sixteen miles. Um, oh my gosh, dude! You know, so you know, it's bumper to bumper. It shouldn't, uh, you know, it's it's terrible some days, but not right now. <laughs> Roll out of bed, put on a new pair of sweatpants, and get right to work. I love it. How about you, man? Oh, How's man. your week? <sighs> Mine was exhausting. Oh no! So exhausting. Yeah, it was hard, man. We we'll, obviously, I, don't, I think we've, I've, I've uh, said it on the stream before, but we we have two kids at home, and Shayna, my wife, she didn't have uh, the opportunity to work at home full time th this week. She oh, did no. towards the end of end of the week get to come home and spend like half days at basically half days at home. So she was definitely helping out with that uh but both of us were supposed to be getting work done so that's the hard part yeah yeah so two kids the daycare is actually still open i have a i have a four-year-old he turned four actually this week um and a 1.75 year old i guess um <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah so um it, it was exhausting man they're they're a handful to deal with like every day anyways uh in a good way they're just, they're very active little dudes and um you know, I'm sitting here at this desk, which is awesome that I have to work from work from. Yep. Um, but they require lots of attention and I have to go see what that noise was in the kitchen or go see why the little one's crying or go see, you know, who stole what. Like yep. it, it was pretty it was hard to get stuff and so challenge that I work with. Challenges. Oh yeah, very much challenge. If anybody that I work with is listening, it was very productive. Very, very productive. <laughs> uh, yeah, same no, here. No, I, I think our, our my company is totally in under. Uh, how do you say that? It's very understanding of the fact that everyone's kids are at home. I mean, my kids, I could still, like I said, take to daycare if I wanted to, but it's not really worth the risk, in my opinion. Um, yeah. But other people, they have kids who are, you know, in grade school, high school, whatever, or even college kids who like are stuck at home from you know, their extended spring break. Uh, but you know, they have no choice. Their kids are at home regardless. So, you know, it's, it's cool to be home. Like you said, to avoid the, um, commute in, but my commute is like 20 minutes on average, which isn't bad. Actually, oh, it's nice. basically the same distance as you go, except for I get there in 20 minutes. Oh my gosh. Um, it's lucky. Yeah. <laughs> I, I cruise a cool 65 the whole way in. Oh God. I think I, I don't even hit 50 when I'm driving ever. Oh, yeah, oh, man. But yeah. so I mean, we all have a little bit of distraction in my company, um, you know, to, to kind of go off of what you were just saying, 
you know, is, is a bit different where it's like, they're like, you guys need to be micromanaging your team way more, need to be having oh, FaceTime yeah. calls like multiple times a week and all that stuff. And it's like, just, it just seems like they don't have a whole lot of trust in us being a, a remote workforce, but I, mm-hmm. I am very optimistic in people. And I think people are, are, are going to take advantage, not take advantage. That's a bad, bad words. Um, I think well, they're they're going to see the benefits of of doing a good job and and see what it could potentially mean for them in the future and they're going to do yeah. their best to be successful on a daily basis and and that's what I'm seeing right now you know Yeah, absolutely. We don't need to go you know, to work. Uh, yeah. Who needs a physical office? I mean, I I I've said it I said it on uh some some social, maybe it was LinkedIn at some point this week, but um, somebody posted something up about working from home and I was like, I'm, I'm one of the fortunate few who actually gets to work from home. If you think about it that way, some people don't have the option to work from home. True. Um, bartenders, waitresses, uh, people who work at, you know, our customers, dealership, motorcycle New, dealers, nuclear power plants, New, nuclear power plants. You can't, you can't nuclear power plant at home. You can't do that. No, you can't. Somebody's <laughs> got to be Homer. Somebody's got to Homer it up. You got to Yeah. You got to be eating some donuts and pushing some buttons. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I consider myself fortunate to be able to work from home, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, my company's the same way. Like the number of Google hangouts have skyrocketed. I mean, oh, yeah. with, with our team, I'm doing one daily with my team. I'm doing two daily with like the upper management team. Um, amongst all the other standard like meetings that we have week to week so it's it's pretty it's kind of exhausting i mean it's good to keep people in touch like you kind of keep that connection i guess that face-to-face connection personally for me i don't really feel like i need it like it, some people Same. feel like they you know have lost that connection and they don't really know what to do with themselves so they can't go walk to the aisle next to them and talk to their people um but for me personally i'm just like dude i could sit here at my desk for you know six hours six seven eight hours whatever i think um crank out a bunch of work i think that that and i agree with you yeah i could just crank out a ton of work too i mean it's you know i don't i I get distracted if there's people around but i think the whole style of being physically inside the office is like an archaic thing that's you know not gonna always be uh around right you're gonna see people that or jobs that are gonna cut costs because why why pay for building rent or office space you know, when your whole workforce can just pay for their own internet and, and work from home. So, yep. Yep. changing totally agree, times. It, I think it'll be interesting. And I feel like we're going to be here for a while. I don't think we're going back anytime soon. Yeah, same. Um, so, Fits in with yeah. the topic of the podcast. It does, actually. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Future is now. Future is right we now. Are, <laughs> we are working from home. My yeah. granddad could never work from home. He built houses for a living. Yeah, my dad worked in a plastic factory, so there's, you can't make plastics in inside your house. That's called yeah. methamphetamine. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's illegal, unacceptable. Uh, yeah, it's funny when some people like the, oh, we're getting off tangent now, but you know, I know some people ask me like, what do you do at work? Uh, what do you do for a living? And like, I just don't feel like explaining it to them, or it's just it's just gonna go over their head. I just say I sit at a desk and punch my keyboard all day, you know. Yeah, Basically I just faceplant my keyboard. But yeah. anyway, AJ, good sir, <laughs> what are you drinking tonight, man? Oh, I'm actually not drinking yet. It has not been opened, but check out this sweet label. Oh, I love it. little guy. 
Look at I him. Think his little... I think he's supposed to be Cupid. I think it's oh, I see the wing. Oh, I see the wing. Yeah, yep, the in the bow. bow here. And then oh, it's nice. appropriately labeled Bitter Valentine. Ah. Uh, this is a, as an IPA. I assume releases around Valentine's Day. I, I honestly can't tell you. Um, but it's from Aleworks, which is in Williamsburg, Virginia. Ooh, dude. So good. Yes, I've had a bunch of Aleworks brews before. Here we go. I'm pour this in my non uh aleworks glass this is actually a new belt new belgium glass there you go um oh yes pour pour appropriately on camera 45 degrees 45 degrees tilt it tilt it (laughs) oh yes look that was a pretty good pour yeah that was awesome very nice oh dude that looks delicious i'm gonna wait for that head to cool down for a second and i'll 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 report back but i'm excited it's got really good reviews on the on the interwebs so i'm excited okay how about you, sir? What are um, you drinking? Sir? I'm sticking with the uh, I'm sticking with the Irish uh, theme this week, and we got uh, O'Connor's uh, Nitro Otis Stout, and so uh, oh. and and so let's go ahead and pour this baby out real quick. Um, Another Nitro. You had a Nitro last week. I know, I know. I'm I'm loving it. I can't get enough of the Nitros. Here you go. Here's another experience. Uh, experience the pour. Pour that one straight in there. What if I what if I dropped it? Like how bad would that be? Ah, uh, that'd be the biggest fail. But at least the audio is no. Yes, there it is. You can play it off. As you can tell, it's not as not nearly as good as the last one. So this is yeah. um I wouldn't say Delicious. it's you could tell um you guys can't maybe can't see it, but a good way to tell if a if a beer is high quality is um if you look at the bubbles in the head, if they're all uniform in size then it's typically it typically means that it's it was brewed um with with quality you know if the, the bubbles are all kind of different sizes all throughout then you know um that's a good way to tell that hey well this one uh might not be as good of quality shouldn't be paying so much for it cuz it's it's not a premium product uh so this is O'Connor Brewing Company Norfolk Virginia um yeah, man. backyard I got it, exactly dude exactly i got it at a uh, Costco, I think, is where I got this one. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead yeah, and take I a sip. I love O'Connor. While you sip on that, I will say, if you guys have not, you guys out there listening have not tried an El Guapo from O'Connor's, you're missing out. Oh, yeah? You can find El Guapo pretty much anywhere, I think. I don't know how far they actually distribute, but anywhere around my, my area, you can find El Guapo on tap anywhere. But it's an IPA. It's so good. How was nice. that sip? Um, it was nice, man. I gotta say, uh, needed that after a long Friday at work. Man, I've needed, <laughs> I need all the beers after this week, <laughs> dude. Yeah, no kidding, uh, no kidding, man. All right, so uh, do you want to go ahead and get into this? Let's get into it. We all got right, the let's... main topic of the well, day. We got some exciting transition scenes to share. Let me hit you with that transition real quick. Be right back. Hit us with it. Oh, we're back. We're back. Hey. Hey, what's oh. up? Boom. Did the music play? Did it play? I couldn't hear it. Yeah, it played. Yes. <laughs> Success. <laughs> we did it. Last week, we had some technical difficulties. This week. I think we got to figure it out, man. I, um, and, and then look at me. I'm going to go change up the whole podcast uh, <laughs> platform that we use. Who, who knows? <laughs> Fingers crossed. Hey, we're just 
We're, it's episode five. We're still experimenting, guys. We're still learning. But we got better, man. That's the main thing. Getting better every we time. feel like we've gotten better. Love you guys it. out there, let us know. And also, let us know what are you drinking tonight on this fine Friday afternoon, Friday evening. Yes. Um, no. You should, Send us some recommendations. You should hold up your beer and then, and then say that again. And that'll be like a good little YouTube oh, thing. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Ready? We mm -hmm. want to know what you guys drinking what are you drinking this friday let us know in the comments below very good <laughs> so, so i feel like that was a pretty quality instagram clip nice i love it i love it check us on the hit us on the gram hit us on the gram follow we, us on twitter this. we do this for the gram it's all about the gram uh, okay all right guys ready to get into this main topic for the week we're living in the future and it's hilarious because we take so much stuff for granted every single day. We're just talking about this, talking yep. about working from home and talking about using video chat to communicate with our team or team uh, teammates from across the country, um, yep. using Slack to communicate in real time and chat. You type a, you type some letters on your keyboard and they're across the globe and instant. You know, it's we're crazy. In the future. So Reese and I, the beard and I, have identified some um, some things that we personally take for granted some technology we personally take for granted every single day. And we're going to talk about that. Yeah. So sh shall I kick us off Reese? Let's do it, man. Jump right in. All right. So when I first started thinking about this, I was like, what, what tech do I take for granted every single day? And I, like, and as I sat there and I rubbed my beard and I pondered you could, um, my, <laughs> my stomach growled. And I was like, wait a second. Oh, order some food online. Except for the coronavirus. So then I got scared. Oh no. Um, <laughs> Not but like this. Food... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ordering food online is the one that I take for granted almost every single day. I don't order food online every single day, but I live my life taking for granted the fact that I can pull out my phone at any moment and order my favorite Chinese dish or my favorite pizza from up the street. Can you imagine living in a day where we can actually, because we're old enough, us old guys, um, having to drive? Having to drive to the Chinese restaurant. Oh God! And you sit there and you tell them what you want. And you sit there oh. and you wait for your food to be finished and then take it home. Oh, no, no internet involved. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? <laughs> My back hurts just thinking about it. Oh, yeah, sounds exhausting. Yeah, but yeah. So I I did some research into this and I was like, what? How? How? When did online food ordering actually start? Because I was I was in thought, and so Good I looked point. it up. I did not know this fact. I'm not full of these facts. I did some research. Uh, the first online food order was actually from Pizza Hut. Surprising. Not really surprising. Um, okay. Back in 1994. So you and I, Reese, were four years old, I believe. Um, I guess it depends when in 1994. Wow. But uh, 1994, that's pretty crazy. That is. So before so that, I, I... people had to drive to Pizza Hut? Well, they actually no, had no. to drive? I mean, I guess. You could probably call. You could call them. Oh, got it. Yeah, call it. You know, call it. That call makes them. sense. I mean, calling's been around for a long time, I guess. For yeah. Me. What am I thinking? I mean, of course. Wow, though. You know but what? Still, it's amazing because Pizza Hut was one of like the larger chains, right? And it's. I mean, it's still one of the larger chains. I mean, it's a staple in the in the fast food market. Um, and it's a. It's amazing that like McDonald's never. Like bought into that hype, you know? Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. I mean, 
I, I guess you can. Can you order online McDonald's now? The fast food these people are like kind of slow to the game, honestly. No, you can't. You can't go to McDonald's website. You have to go to you know Grubhub, which we're gonna talk about, or Uber Eats. Yes. Which is yeah, weird. So, yeah, Grubhub actually was founded in 2004. So I was 14 when that was founded. Pretty cool. I mean, that's. <clears throat> I mean, in the grand scheme. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I was 14. And in the grand scheme of things, that's not that long ago. I mean, ordering through Grubhub <clears throat> is fairly recent innovation and even or even more recent obviously is uber eats but think um, about it because i'm sorry good no, no no i was gonna say i mean um obviously uber started as as a transportation service. And they're like hey we got all these people driving around in cars why not put some food in there and take them to people yeah get some more money. no exactly it makes sense but what i'm thinking right is 2004 grubhub right like i didn't hear about grubhub until recently so if it yeah. started in 2004, it must have just been in, like, just, like, one city. And then they grew from there, right? Because that's how Uber started. Uber was just, like, a... Yeah, I mean, that's how a lot of stuff starts these days. It starts in the, you know, the, the um, Silicon Valley and all these tech... tech. Uh, can't think of words tonight, guys. It's been a week. Yeah. These tech places. These places where technology happened. Uh, this is where they start. I, I thought we were living about. in a nice technological, technologically advanced area too, and it's like you are. Yeah, but I, I don't think, think Grub, Grubhub wasn't around here, you know. No, no, probably not that early. Um, but I feel like your area is a little bit more technologically advanced. You know, they get stuff. You know, up in Northern Virginia, they get stuff pretty soon. I guess just because of DC. But yeah, honestly, I mean, oddly enough. This is off topic, but Amazon's drone delivery service. Um, if I don't get this wrong, uh, they the first place I think they tested it was actually here in Virginia, but it was like near where I went to school in Radford. I think it was in either Christiansburg or Blacksburg. Could really? be wrong, but yeah, I mean, a relatively small towns. I guess I mean there are their college towns, you know. So I guess maybe the the idea was I'm not sure, but um, that yeah, makes sense. So, little off topic there but i think living in the future ordering food online man that's something i take for granted every single day and not even that now you can order a pizza and you can track its progress as it bakes for you so i can't imagine i should ask you know what i should have done before the show i should have interviewed my grandma who's in her huh. uh, <laughs> early 80s and sh and said how did you order pizza when you were when you were 14 grandma <laughs> yeah no kidding oh, man that would have been good. Um, she probably would have said... I mean, they had telephones back then, but they probably just walked, right? They probably just walked five miles uphill in the snow to get their pizza. Both ways. Both ways uphill, of course. I remember being like a five-year-old and my granddad saying that. I had to walk to school bare feet in the snow uphill both ways. And I'm just like, yeah, this okay. How does... What? How do you go uphill both ways? Does this make sense? Yeah, Granddad, we don't live in West Virginia. Come on, we live in Virginia. There's not that many hills. Yeah, there's hills, not that many. Come on now. Yeah. All right, so, so that was that one. Let's move on. What what else did well, we take for? Well, I mean, it's just like I know I saw that the, and I wanted to go back to the Amazon thing, right? So the they did a lot of the testing in the UK also. I don't know if you remember that. Um. 
but I haven't seen anything else. Like, did they just give up on it? I don't know, man. That Yeah, you're right. I haven't actually heard anything about it. I'm just going to do a quick Google search. Oh, the first thing that comes up is Prime Air. So I guess, I mean, they have a website for it. Um, All I'm imagining is just stuck, being stuck in traffic for 70 minutes and just being like, hey, Amazon, send me a McDonald's burrito, you know? And it's just like finding my car, like me, like installing like a homing beacon in my car and it's just finding it and, you know, just hooking it up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Amazon was doing that thing. Amazon's tried so many. I guess kudos to them for, like, keeping it keeping it fresh and trying new stuff. But, I mean, they went... Um, all these people who follow this stuff are probably yelling at us in their cars right now. But they did that <laughs> delivery service where they basically could get access to your house. I guess you give them code or whatever to your security system or your smart lock or whatever it is to let them in your house to drop your package off. Uh, that's crazy. that's sketchy. Yeah. Um and they also had the the service where they could get access to your car and leave items in your trunk. Um so they have done a lot of cool stuff. I mean, I guess they're just trying to be innovative and trying to trying to keep pushing pushing things forward. So I mean, I guess you can't really blame them for that. Yeah. I'm thinking about like what's next though? Like if we're if we're living in the future now, right? They there should be drones they should be working by now. I mean, I think it's fantastic that, you know, you could just order food online. Like, that's pretty insane. You can yeah, go yeah. look at an, you can, like, you know, think about what we're doing right now. We're looking at inanimate objects, right? Things are changing. Somehow, like, all of this stuff that's built into this computer down here is, like, causing motion to happen on this inanimate object in front of us, a monitor. <laughs> isn't that crazy yeah it's like, wild man how can i see you and talk to you this is literally think about you know like medieval times or whatever ancient times like they didn't have this stuff back there and they were just thinking about like gods and all this stuff i'm not going to go down that tangent what i'm trying to say is <laughs> like this is telepathy this is it right here this is this is instant teleportation this i can see you I could talk to you. Witchcraft. This is witchcraft. This is witchcraft. You know what? I'm gonna go get my Bible. <laughs> I'm just yeah, kidding. I, mean, <laughs> I always call. I think I said this a couple episodes ago. But people who are using um, Excel and I can't even follow what they're doing because they're moving so fast. Their keyboard shortcuts. It's just wizardry. I call it wizardry. Oh yeah. It's like actual sorcery. I'm like, whatever you're doing, that's not real. Excel sorcery. I love it. Excel sorcery. Oh yes. Man. I'll show you some shortcuts. I'm an Excel wizard. Uh, I know. I I need to learn. I can I can show you all kinds of fun stuff. Anybody, reach out to me. I'll show you. I could show you in five minutes how to solve the world's problems using Excel. I need you to show me some stuff and blow my boss's mind. Just give just me, give me a promotion. The end key and the shift key and the arrow keys will make your life so easy if you just learn how to use the end key, the shift key, and the arrow keys. I'm I'm up for it. Not even getting into the not even getting into the functions of it. But anyway, we're off topic. <laughs> Let's talk about Why online not? shopping. Dude, Amazon they're going to rule the world someday. It's not going to be president of the United States. It's just going to be president of Amazon. President Bezos. President world leader Bezos. Yes. yes. That's scary. Buff Bezos. He's gotten ripped. Oh yeah. Um, it's that new girlfriend. 
he got that new girl and now he's got to get the muscles man um, did you see that um his ex only took like 20 percent or something only took 20 percent like she can just like <laughs> she could buy any house on the planet for 20 percent. dude she could <laughs> basically pay everybody's salary for like a year just on the money that she has yeah yeah oh good for her i guess yeah, Amazon, man. So we talked about Amazon a little bit already, but when you think of online shopping, you think Amazon. And online shopping, we all take that for granted. Do you remember the days? Let's reflect back. I like reflecting back when we talk about things. Reflect yeah. back in the days. You're 10 years old, mid-November. Your mom hands you a Sears catalog and says, here's a Sharpie. Circle what you want. Ooh. And... Yeah, exactly. And then I circle like 46 things. She's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can whoa. get half of one of these. Uh, you go through and you dog gear all the pages, stuff that's got circled. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, we're, we're now we're so accustomed to just pulling out your phone again, all these analogies of pulling your phone out. I guess you could use your computer too if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, and finding literally anything you want on the internet. I mean, I'm talking about literally. In this hey. corona, corona crisis right now, as we run out of things in the house, I'm like, it's too dangerous. We are not going outside. We are not going to the store. Find it on Amazon. Don't forget this. Hey, Alexa, order me some toilet paper. <laughs> you, just, you just set off everyone's Alexa devices. Alexa, I need toilet paper. <laughs> Let me help you all ASAP. out. Delivered me... by drone. Delivered by currently... directly to I'm... your throne. To my bathroom window. I'm currently on the toilet, Alexa. I need it, I need it now. <laughs> Alexa, can I get one hour shipping on that? Yeah. <laughs> you stood on the toilet for an hour. Are you waiting for it? <laughs> oh, no. Please, please, I'm going to take it a step further. Please please also send some, some wet wipes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Not like this. Oh, oh God. Yeah. That's so bad. Fun. Yeah, so, I mean, we've, got, we've gotten uh, so let's, some history here. Amazon started in 1995. One year after the first pizza was ordered online. Holy crap. And obviously, everyone knows it was an online bookstore at, at, at first. Um, I, I did some research on that, and Jeff Bezos, the, the founder, um, did some research on his own and came up with, like I think it was three or four different possible, I guess, focuses that he wanted to use his website for. Um, and one was CDs, books, and I think there was, the other one was like, I'm not sure what the other were, but... Anyways, he settled on, settled on books. And then fast forward 20 years later, we've got two-day shipping for Prime members. Jeez, man. Two-day shipping. In 20 years, he's, he's created the infrastructure, the back-end support, the software, the technology to give us measly people two-day shipping on whatever we want. Yep. And now it's one-day shipping. It recently changed over to one-day shipping for Prime on some things. Not everything, some things. Um, and he didn't have he to got... pay any taxes last year. That dirty rascal. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so can you imagine? Like, I, I again, I should ask my grandma. I mean, like, can you imagine? My my granddad passed away a couple years ago, but he would be the one to ask. Like, did you think that we'd ever get to this point where you could find whatever you need from the comfort of your couch, or for him, his recliner, as he watched Western movies? Um, you know, some some boomers, I mean, I hate to use that word boomer because it's got such a negative connotation now, but like people are parents age. Some people don't even use um, Amazon like Shana's mom doesn't use Amazon. They might not have very, computers very, even. 
yeah, I mean, she does. She's got a phone. She's got computers, but she doesn't use Amazon very often because they just they're not comfortable with it. I guess right. they don't like the yeah. idea of buying. So they rather go to the store up the street or drive twenty minutes to Walmart or whatever to get what they need. Um, but I guess in this culture we grew up in now, and as we get more accustomed to these new technologies, it seems like such an inconvenience. You don't have time to go to the store. When can you find time to go to the store? Especially if you live where you where you do, and traffic is absurd to get anywhere um why would you choose anything different i know i mean honestly it's things are so accessible we order so much stuff from amazon it's it's fantastic right um i mean what what can you not get from amazon these days like i would say almost uh, probably half the computer parts that i have today call all from amazon right things you can't get from things you know what you could get a washer and dryer you could get a you could get a couch from amazon you you can get everything that you need from amazon <laughs> unless it's like something like medical but even medical like i had to order a, a knee brace one time i got it off amazon how crazy everything. is that i think we're gonna be um i, I just want to see like what's what's next for amazon like what else could they do amazon electric mm. amazon you can't, buy you can't buy cars on they should do amazon auto Ooh. You know uh, what? They, it's... Amazon, you owe me some royalties, please. Amazon, you better get back to AJ ASAP. Get back to yeah. the ginger here on this. Uh, he deserves yeah. a couple billion dollars for that idea. Thank I you. I deserve 20%. I need my 20%. 20%? Not even get out of sleep with him. <laughs> you, can, you can buy sheds. We were looking for sheds for what? our back for a while. You can buy sheds on Amazon, like full-blown sheds. <laughs> I mean, like, some of the stuff I'm like, how do you actually ship this? How does it not cost you more than the shed itself to ship this thing to me? Distribution. You know, uh, they go through a distribution service. Do you know yeah. that you could you could open up an Amazon store where you're basic you're just selling Amazon stuff on your store? Really? Yeah, you can you can get um I'm an Amazon affiliate, right? Which yes. it's it's extremely easy. You just got to go to the Amazon affiliate page and ask to be an affiliate and they'll give you the affiliate links. <laughs> and then sure, you... we would like you to promote our things. Yeah. And then you just start your own website, you know, your own marketplace website, and you just use all of the Amazon links. And then you get uh, you know, a certain percentage of the uh, of the stuff that you sell. And then on top of that, have you ever heard of arbitrage? I'm going to go on a, on a quick tangent, right? About how, and this does play into the future that we're in today because the fact that you could stay at home and not even touch your product and somehow it turns into money for you. I don't know anything about this. So arbitrage is where you're buying from one market and selling to another market, right? Um, and, and you're making profit off of the gaps in price between those two markets. So you could literally go on Amazon um, or you could go on another website, like, let's say, you know, I'm not, I'm trying to throw out too many, but like Home Depot, right? And you find like power yeah. tools, power tools on Home Depot. You go on there, you find them for sale, you buy them for sale. And then you go on Amazon, you wait a couple months, you sell them on Amazon at full price. Boom. How about, okay. Pretty Christ crazy. Holiday stuff, right? Christmas uh, ornaments. You buy them in July for like 20% off or for like 80% off. And then you sell them in uh, November and December at full price. Boom. That's how easy it is. It's insane. 
so why haven't we opened up our own door for I actually have done it already. I made some money yeah, off. I've... Yeah, I did it with uh, like wasp traps. Um, I found Yeah, I found these wasp traps, like a ton of them for like $4 each. And they were going for $12 on Amazon. So, <laughs> yeah, I just bought them. I bought them at the store I was at. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to sell these on Amazon. And so I did. I shipped them into Amazon. Amazon will do a fulfillment for you. Uh, they take a little bit off the top. And, uh, wow. yeah, so I made I eight. I guess that's. I made like $6 on every one of those. I bought them for four and made $6 on every one that I sold. Wow. Yeah. Did you um, sell all of them? Yeah, I sold them all in like three weeks. What? Um, I made um, I, I made like $200 doing that. So, I mean, it wasn't like a whole lot. Like I, I bought up like the whole bundle of them at the store. It wasn't like a, a pallet or anything, but yeah. And that was just like walking through the store, just being like, oh, this is an insane deal. Let me see if I can make any money off this. Man, and now, and I did. now from now on, I'm going to be keeping my eye out for something. Actually, speaking of deals, this is actually a pretty good um, segue. This beer that I got, thanks to the coronavirus, I mean, I'm not trying to downplay the coronavirus because it's terrible what it's doing to, to people. It's ruining a lot of people's lives and it people is, are losing yeah. their lives to it. But lots of stores that are closing down and that uh there's a there's a local i guess regional um restaurant called taste unlimited around around here um they have like seven different locations i think but anyways they were doing half off of all of their retail i guess they were trying to get stuff off their shelves before it went bad because yeah. who knows how long they'd be closed down yep. um and their beer was actually half half off so we went and stocked up all kinds of stuff deal but you know what? I didn't even think about that. That's a great idea. I sh I, we should have went to like a mom and pop uh, store and just stocked up yeah. on things. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, you know what? That makes me sad because I'm thinking about all the... Like there's this really nice um, bookshop. It's called Hole in the Wall Books. That's too, not too far from our house. Mm -hmm. And uh, just a really small place. The lady just, you know, makes... She runs it by herself, makes the money off of the sales that she gets. You know what? She's probably going to go out of business. Yeah, that is really sad, and I feel bad because a lot of people in my area are like, hey, support, or not just my area, around on the internet are just like, hey, go support your local um, restaurants and things like that. People are losing their jobs, losing, they're getting laid off, they're whatever. Um, so these restaurants are doing like curbside pickup and delivery and all these things, and I'm like, yeah, I totally can stand behind that, but the virus can travel on food right so like yep. if somebody doesn't realize they have the coronavirus they're still working in the kitchen and just by breathing the air it gets on my pizza or my food whatever food it is i could still get it like it's not really worth the risk like i feel really bad because i can't really support you know these restaurants and things like that i mean we have a place up the street called pembroke pizza that the people in there are like the nicest people on the planet yeah and we go and get pizza and different different things from them but um I can't, I just can't risk my family's health to support you guys if there's a chance, even a small chance that, you know, somebody infected is in that restaurant, breathed on that food, you know? Yeah, dude. It is sad. It really is sad what it's doing to a lot of different people. I mean, not just the business owners themselves, but people who work there and depend on that paycheck. I mean, waitresses, Shana was a waitress for many years while we were in college. Um, and they're not, they get paid like $2 an hour or something like that. They depend on tips and depend on hours they get to work. So it's really sad to see those people kind of out of work temporarily. Mm. 
Yep. It's going to be long, long lasting. So. Yep. Yep. So. Anyways, shall we move on? Yeah, I think so. I think let's <laughs> let's talk about what would you do? What would you do if you didn't have your phone to tell you how to navigate? Well, I wish my wife could chime in right now. And maybe she can in the chat. Oh no. She would tell you that I would be lost. I probably wouldn't find my way home tonight <laughs> or tomorrow. I wouldn't either. I've lived I've lived in the Virginia I live in Virginia Beach. I've lived in Virginia Beach for uh almost eight years. Yeah. And I swear, sometimes I go to the same Target or whatever, and I get I get confused on the way back. I'm like, which turn? Is it this turn? This turn or is the next turn? This next one? Um, <laughs> and she every time she's like looking at me like, how do you not know where you're going? She's like, we've done they've done the same trip 15 times before. How do you not know where you're going? Um, I'd be in trouble. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, dude. I mean, I need it honestly. I mean, I know my route to work because it's literally the same drive every day. But, yeah. like, I still struggle just, like, getting to the grocery store sometimes. <laughs> like, Wegmans is, like, a five-minute drive. And, like, it's I, so hard. I have to put on my maps just because, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm relying on it. Oh, well, here's another one. And then we'll – okay, I'm going to go on one quick tangent and then come back All to right. maps. Do you remember to before us. you had a cell phone? you remembered all of the phone numbers of your friends and parents? Uh, it wasn't hard, Reese. I had like two friends. <laughs> Loser! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I only had three friends. So. <laughs> or actually, I, I don't yeah. think I... Actually, I didn't have any friends. Never mind. I didn't uh, have any friends. You had yeah. virtual friends, though. You had, you had computer friends. I had my mom. She's my friend. Your mom's always going to be your best friend. My bestie. My bestie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so think about it right people used to know how to like i don't know when i talk to older folks no offense people that are older than i am right they're always like oh yeah you know it's down there by best buy right across the street from that other place oh yeah. and i'm like oh well no but i'll just put it in my gps <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but my i can hear thing is my favorite thing is when we're like, with like, say like, uh, my parents or in-laws or something are in town, and they're just like, "How do you get to the beach again? How do you get there?" And I'm like, "You know, you you have an iPhone. Your <laughs> exactly. iPhone has this thing. There's a G, there's an app. It's got a G on it. That's Google. You just yeah. type in the address of where you want to get to, and you're right there. It's like a social thing, right? I think it's it's just like a courtesy to be like, "Hey, you know, you live around here. How do I get there?" But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. even if they ask you how to get there, they're still going to put it in Google. And if they don't, they're going to get lost, you know? So. Oh, yeah. I don't know. The, the um, good old days. I'm not trying to. I don't think my uh, in-laws listen to this podcast, but I'm not, I'm not trying to poo-poo on them. But I remember this one time. We had lived, we had lived in Virginia Beach for, I want to say, probably maybe a year, maybe two years. Okay. And my mother-in-law and 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 Shana's sister were visiting and they wanted to go to the beach while Shana and I were at work. And literally where we lived, where we lived at that time, I'm telling you, get on Virginia Beach Boulevard and just go straight. All you got to do, go straight. And if you go straight too far, you are going to end up in the ocean. You will end up right in the water. Ooh, oh, no. Okay? This is super easy. <laughs> and somehow I get a phone call. I'm like eating lunch at work. 
I get a phone call and it's my mother-in-law. She's like, I don't know what I did. I don't know what I did. I'm on the interstate. I don't know which exit to get off of. I'm lost. Can you help me? I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm oh like, no. What's, what signs do you see? What signs do you see? I think at this point she did not have a cell, like a, a smartphone. So I had to coach her through how to get from, I think she might've been coming back from the beach to give her credit. Um, well, kudos to you was, for being able to coach her through that. Yeah, I mean, it's not hard because we lived like literally one turn off the interstate. So, but anyway, <laughs> it's funny. But yeah, to your point, I mean, like, if you, if you, again, going back to our grandparents, I mean, like, how did you guys get somewhere that you didn't know where it was? It's like, okay, well, you had to ask somebody and you ask, you ask, oh, Mabel, your neighbor Mabel or something. And she's like, okay, honey, Mabel, <laughs> take your first left. You want to go past old Greg's house? You want to take your last I'm old right? Greg. Yeah, I like that. And if you get to the creepy murder shed on the left, you've gone too far. Turn around. Don't go to the creepy murder shed. Turn around. Janice, so. turn around. You're lost. <laughs> so, so now you can just punch it in and you'll never find the creepy murder shed. You just punch in the address. But sometimes you like sometimes if you're looking at maps, right, and you go to like a very like if you go to a city that's really populated, like when you're driving on the highway and you have to like take an exit and like it doesn't like it's not like explicitly telling you and it gets confusing. That happened to me one time. I was on my way back from uh, my parents' house, um, who live like five five hours away from me, and Ugh. and I and I took the wrong exit, and it was the wrongest wrong exit because <laughs> it didn't give me the opportunity to turn around for forty minutes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, um, Stephanie can attest to that. I was, I couldn't even I couldn't bust a Yui because it had the dividers. Oh no. So That's I literally, I know. So I had to go for 40 minutes before I could turn around. It was, well. Okay, who, all right, whose fault is this really? I think whose fault this is is the guy who designed that, that road. You know what? It, I, all I know is it's not my damn fault. <laughs> <laughs> not user error. Not user that error. That guy, that guy deserves a nut punch. Absolutely. I agree 100% with that. So not only can you find wherever you want to go on Google Maps, you can actually see inside of buildings now. Like, what kind of world do we live in now? I can look, I can tour the hotel on Google Maps. Looking at my phone, I can say, how does this hotel look? Let me see what the lobby's like. Let me see what the weird elevator looks like. I can see exactly what this place looks like before I go there. When me and Shana went to New York City, uh, I guess last year for our anniversary, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I could tour the hotel, not really tour, but I could walk inside the hotel using Google Street View and see what the place looked like. Like, how futuristic is that? If we're not living in the future, then I don't know what the future actually is. I um, I don't know mind. why this thought popped in my head, AJ, but, like, thinking about that, like, seeing inside of the hotel, bad things happen inside hotels, right? We all know that. So, and, topless... And, and, oh, yeah, good things, good things, absolutely. But, like, topless <laughs> beaches, okay? Are the people that drive oh, around? <laughs> I'm just hold on. Now hear me out. Um, <laughs> hotels are good. <laughs> I'm um, just saying. I'm just saying. Are the people that are driving around in the Google vans? Are they allowed to like take pictures of the topless beaches? I don't think so, man. I don't think so. If you actually, if you go on street view and you find, like you see a person on the street, usually their face is always blurred. Um, oh, 
So yeah. pasties, got it. Okay. So everything's everything's blurred. I actually saw this Portsmouth is a city near us, and I don't know why I was looking at Street Street View on Portsmouth one day, but there was this guy trolling the Google Google the Google Street View car, and he was I can't remember what he was doing, but he like was doing some kind of hand gesture or something at it as it drove past. Um, and I'm just like that guy is so proud of himself right now. He probably has that printed out. Oh, you know mount, it and mounted on his wall. It was not in the best neighborhood, so like this guy, it's probably his fifteen minutes of fame. Living in so, the living in infamy. Yeah. That's but awesome. So funny. Alright, oh, so boy. So I mean that gives us a short little idea of like how we can order, shop online, look at maps, but I wanted to just add a couple more things, right? The the fact that we can use the internet to teach ourselves um basically like everything these days you can go on the internet um and learn diy to fix up your house do your plumbing even do your electrical if you really want to you know how to shoot a video um how to grow your own grass how to deal like how to deal with so many different things right um you know in in when there's these tools like YouTube or LinkedIn Learning, uh, which used to be lynda.com, um, and then Skillshare as well. Like all of those things that give you professional um, options for learning, right? And, oh, yeah. you know, think about like Blackboard also. Like the fact that schools can use Blackboard. Like all of these tools. Like you shouldn't even have to go to school. Like everything's online these days. Why buy a book? Why buy a physical book when you could just have it on your tablet? Like, all of yep. these things that they're archaic at this point, you know? You can go listen to a video online, take a test, and that's it. And and honestly, it's yeah. probably more interesting because when you're in a classroom and, and all you hear is, uh, oh, what is that? Oh, what is it? What is the Charlie Brown thing where they're like, I was thinking that, yeah. Exactly. Like, that's not fun. When you watch a YouTube video, there's like colors and stuff happening and it, they make it interesting and yeah. and you're like engaged and then after that youtube video you're like oh i want to watch another one you know like you don't get yeah. that at school yeah to add on top of that like, if there's one thing that i would like to learn to do if i had unlimited time if there were no time like I, everyone says it there's not enough hours in the day literally there's not enough hours in the day i can't get everything that i want to get done done in one day um but if there's one thing that i'd like to learn it's how to code a website. I mean, just code Boom. a website from scratch. Boom. So there's Code Academy. I mean, Code Academy is completely free. There is a paid version to get whatever extra stuff, but completely free. And it takes you step by step how to code a website from simplest things like building a paragraph text to header text to whatever. Um, code Academy. I actually started doing that. I started doing Code Academy when we were in the hospital for Case, my youngest. Uh, when Shayna was in labor, um, you're in the hospital for a long time. Yeah. And, you know, I started doing it while I was in there. I got through like two or three lessons probably. But yeah, you're right. I mean, there's like literally anything you want to learn. YouTube, number one, you can find literally anything you want to learn on yep. YouTube. Amazing. Yeah. Languages. Link, yeah, languages. You and I look at YouTube probably once or twice before each episode that we do this. We're like, okay, how do we, how do we get the audio to Yeah. <laughs> Somebody um, okay. that's figured it out for us. 
Yeah, exactly. So these YouTube saints are out there just teaching us everything. Thank you, YouTube um, saints. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Skillshare, Lynda.com, which also I didn't even know Lynda.com is not Lynda.com anymore. Well, um, yeah, I think if you if you type it in, it should take you to LinkedIn Learning. Or if yeah, you, it does. You're if you, right. Yeah, if you sign up for them, they'll definitely take you to LinkedIn Learning. Um, mm-hmm. I have my, I convinced my company to buy LinkedIn learning for everyone, believe it or not. Um, I, I, I did a demo of it for uh, my team of like five people and it worked. And so now my whole company has it and it's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. We have Skillshare. Well, we used to have Skillshare the, in the buyer, but, um, but yeah, we used, we used Skillshare. I've used lynda.com in the past. Actually, I used Linda, my, one of my previous companies used linda and i taught myself a lot about photography on there just going through and watching tons of tutorials yeah um, there you go so it's so, awesome yeah uh, i mean to, uh, access to information is dude on your phone there's a sql app that is like a video game right and like as you complete like the different levels of it you basically learn how to write sql queries sql queries like nice. oh man i'm just i'm just you know that's just fantastic and then you know real quick right i've already talked about diy but like think about it taxes right before you had to go see the tax man and uh you know he would have to draft everything up on paper you know fill out the uh 10w40 and all that stuff and now you got TurboTax. Um, you got budgeting software that that teaches you how to budget your money, and and here's the final one, WebMD. How insane is that? You could self-diagnose yourself, and I'm not, and I'm not saying, <laughs> it, it, now you know, hear me out, right? And I'm not saying right. that that's like the best thing to do, but if you're like panicking over something, you can at least go to WebMD and say, okay, well, here's what it isn't, because it's definitely not that symptom or whatnot because that's all medical doctors are doing right they're just diagnosing symptoms um and so you could self any yeah get paid big bucks any you know knowledgeable person with a decent iq can they you're the expert of your own body you know so go you could go to webmd and you could you could figure some things out for yourself now of course it's best that you go see a doctor (laughs) <laughs> go see a doctor they're professionals they've done this for years and years and years yeah but yeah, to yeah. calm yourself down or at least give you an idea so that you're knowledgeable enough to go talk to the doctor about what you think's happening then you should use that as a resource which i think is just it's it's amazing that we have that ability these days okay <laughs> i'm gonna be like bobby boucher's mom webmd is the devil webmd is the devil the devil oh no google is the devil why all right i just know from experience you can see uh miss so heartless in the chat saying she uses webmd every day yes i agree with you it is awesome that you can look in there and see the symptoms you're like all right it's definitely not the black plague okay we're good Uh black plague crash off the list yeah but my wife Shana diagnoses herself with cancer every day. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, like, I know, I know. She's like, my head hurts. I, I got this weird pain in my kneecap. Um, and I looked it up. Kneecap pain plus headache equals lung cancer. I'm dying. You I don't know, know what? I've had a similar experience. 
with my wife. Huh. Oh, yes. Yes, our wives should get together. They should be friends. They should be friends. <laughs> they should be. I agree. Oh, man. But no, but I yeah. mean, it's, it's a useful tool. But again, it's, it, it also is. could freak you out if you read something because it's just a list of possible symptoms. And they'll list like all kinds of different sy systems, oh. uh, symptoms. Yeah, it's like headache, yeah. cough, everything, fever. Everything has headache associated with it. They yeah. all have headache. Like, oh, you stubbed your toe? You have a headache? Oh, yeah, yeah. you stubbed your toe. Sorry, it's uh, it's lung cancer. Yep. It's lung cancer. Yeah, so black lung. Um, oh yeah, no! Somehow you always end up at lung cancer. It doesn't matter. It's just yeah, yeah. I hear but you. It's man. Like for me, it's like okay. Do you have a headache? Do you have a fever? Do you have freckles on your face? Do you sometimes have red beard hairs? Yes. Okay. Oh man. All right. I'm dying. Do you do you use the bathroom daily? <laughs> <laughs> Do you use the bathroom daily? It's probably oh, like cancer. I do. Oh, jeez. Uh, do you have do you poop regularly? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not like this. <sighs> mm -mm, no way. Hashtag hashtag not like this. Are you tired after a episode. long night of no sleep? <laughs> you're probably uh, dehydrated and lung cancer. And lung cancer. It's always lung cancer. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for the tech we take for granted. I mean, there's tons of stuff. We could go on forever. I mean, look at this watch I'm wearing on my wrist right now. Damn. Currently, we didn't even get into dead. We didn't even get into like wearables, you know? No. Dude, there's so much tablets. PCs, we got tablets, we got smartwatches, we got freaking Bluetooth headphones. We might have to we do part two. I mean, we could do this all day, but those are the things that I take literally take for granted. For I, I'm a tech nerd, so like every time I pick up my AirPods or put on my smartwatch, like I don't feel like I take these things for granted. I know that I'm fortunate to have these things and can afford them and okay. um, take advantage of them. But when I order my pizza from my phone, I take that for granted. I I see your point there. I do. I do. Um, I mean, I take yeah, it for granted. It like almost all of these things because except for like the phone right like yeah yeah i don't take the phone for granted but like almost everything else i just take for granted because i've always kind of had it you know yep. so it's just like it's just been there like taxes is with TurboTax. oh yeah yeah that's fine i, I forgot i forgot i was gonna say um ironically my tax lady shane and i's tax lady her name is linda oh and she She's this. She's the best tax lady on the planet. She gets us. She gets us lots of money back. I wonder uh, if I she has she a website. It. And guess what? what? She works from her home all the time. Exactly. There it is. See, I wish I need to be a tax lady. <laughs> 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 then I could just stay what, at home. What do you? What do you? What do you aspire to be a tax? I would. Uh, yeah, Dad. I want to be a tax lady someday. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, mom said I'd be good at it. Don't listen That's to your mother. Hilarious. Gosh. All right. Well, you ready I for this transition? Yeah. So, like, before we transition, let us know in the comments below what do you guys take for advantage for technology. Send us a, send us a comment on Instagram, on YouTube. Send us a tweet, whatever it is. Let us know what technology you take for granted every single day. We're interested to hear about it. Um, but yeah, now I think we should transition. Transition time. 
And we're back. What was that, like a five-second oh. transition? My gosh, it's like I haven't Hello. seen you guys in forever. Hello. Do you guys like our bobbleheads, by the way? There's some cleanup that needs to be done. There's some There's some graphic cleanup. Um, we're not graphic experts here, but... I almost kind of think, like, like, on our main logo, we could probably just have that bobbing the whole time. The whole time? Yeah. Maybe that would get a little... Maybe people would get tired of seeing that. I don't know. I would just do it. Maybe not. I would just do it. While it's doing it, I'll just do this the whole time. Boop, 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 boop. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so it's tell time me. for technology news. Tech and time. News. We really only tech have time. one tech story. I, to be honest with you guys, we didn't have much time to prepare for the podcast this week. This is a weird week, being at home all week with kids. Um, so we didn't have a ton of time. But I did find one story that I thought was super interesting to share. Um, and it's kind of in response. I don't know if it's in response to, but it 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 seems like it could be. Um, Bill Gates has stepped down from the board of directors from Microsoft, focus on his philanthropic efforts, which isn't surprising because they have the billing Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and they've been doing their philanthropy for a long time. Um, I think since 2008, he actually stepped down as CEO. I want to say maybe maybe not. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Um, but he's been on the board of directors since then, um, and you know, so he's also he's always had a hand in Microsoft. Obviously, the CEO is Satya Nadella, um, but yeah, he's stepping down to focus on his philanthropic efforts. And I do think I feel like this probably has something to do with the coronavirus a little bit. There's so many people out there who need assistance. Um, he says in an article that I read from CNET that he's still going to be a technology advisor to Satya Nadella. Um, so he's not completely hands-off from Microsoft, but he is, again, not officially on board of directors. So I thought that was interesting. I thought I should share that. Wow, man. Um, that's crazy that you know we're seeing that now. And uh, it just, uh, man, it just seems like it is kind of weird timing with all of this, but I I'm I'm assuming that he probably just doesn't, he wants to be kind of far away from some of those responsibilities at this point during this time, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of feel bad because you know that the stock price is going to plummet for Microsoft, just like everyone else. Um, I haven't, I haven't seen it in I'm a while. Sure. But... I think it, I think actually I don't have much stocks, but I, I use the cash apps to buy the cash app to buy a little bit of stock here and there. And I think it is definitely in the, in the pooper right now. I'm going to just take one quick look at it, Microsoft stock. Because, I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's down. Oh, you know what? Oh, wow. It's actually not too bad. It it actually... Down 3.5%. Yeah, like, but it's actually... That's daily. Year to date. Oh, uh, yeah. Year to date, it is down overall. Okay. It's down 20 points year to date. um, And then down 40 points in the past month, so... Yeah, that's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Look at look at this uh, chart right here. This is from the Cash App. We're not sponsored by the Cash App. Maybe Boom. one day we will be. But check go. out that. Check out that chart right there. This right here, if you click on it, was. Hold on, hold on. Let me see. let me share your screen. There we go. Now people can see it. Boom. Oh, you're making it big. Yeah, they can see it. It looks really nice, by the way. Nice camera. Oh, uh, thanks, man. Logitech. Boom. Um. But yeah, that's like February twentieth. It just started to plummet. That's pretty much in line with uh, 
you know, when then the news broke about, I guess, the Chinese kind of outbreak. Um, Those are your so. investments. Oh, no, this is, this is, uh, well, yeah, but it's saying like the stock price dropped. Oh, yeah, definitely. Showing, showing you the decline. So, bad. Pretty great. Really bad. I'm, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just show this real quick so everybody can see it. Um, on screen, you go, this is Microsoft and it's, 180 down to 140 so 137.35 pretty bad gotta say not a good thing but we're gonna we're gonna come back from it but anyway i mean that's not what we're talking about we're talking about bill gates right so i i I think that's great you know what he's stepping down it's it's gonna happen eventually um i I need to call him up and see if he can help me uh if he if he can fill if he can fill my life a little (laughs) bit help me out Yeah, I just looked it up. I went to their website, actually, thegatesfoundation.org, and looked it up. On March 9th, they put out an article saying, or not an article that can update, saying that the Gates Foundation and Welcome, Welcome with two L's, I don't know, I'm not sure what that is, um, are each contributing up to $50 million, and the MasterCard Impact Fund has committed up to $25 million to catalyze the initial work after the accelerator. I don't know what that means, but it's in response Hmm. to... um, um, an initiative to speed development and access to therapies for COVID-19. So yeah, it is in response to COVID-19. So I, I kind of do feel like this, his departure from the board. Um, yeah. That was kind of in response to all this. It was probably weighing on his mind. And that was like the, you know, the, 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 the straw that broke the camel's back, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I just I, wanted I, to go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, I'm interested. Like Microsoft is one that I've followed for a while. Like I used to watch their build conferences and things like that for developers. I was like an early adopter of the Microsoft Surface. I had like the original Surface RT back when it was terrible. It was a piece of garbage, but it was super cool because it was like a tablet that could detach from the keyboard, and that was like revolutionary back then. Yeah. Um. But they do their hardware, and not to mention their software with Windows 10 has come so far. Um, I really wish they could figure out a Windows phone. I don't know that I'd be a buyer, but I just would like to see it out there. I'd like to see a, I mean, I'd like to see Windows phone back in the world, but in the form of like a Surface phone, something that's like high quality, first party, uh, first party hardware, something that people can actually get behind, you know, and support. Yeah. I would like but, to see instead of Android OS, I would want to see Windows OS on phones. I mean, they had it for a while. It just didn't, it wasn't, I guess it wasn't good. Well, number one, there, I think the reason the adoption was terrible was their app store. They just didn't, they didn't have Twitter. They didn't have Instagram. Mm-hmm. They had Facebook. Facebook was, it was a lag. It took a while for them to actually get Facebook. Their app store was just complete garbage. Yeah. Um, you know, they had some, they had some good uh, hardware partners, I think, with and it kind of sounds weird to say Nokia was a good hardware partner, but they had like wow. the Lumia phones that had, they had the Lumia phones that had, you know, the crazy cameras, like bajillion times zoom and all that stuff, sort of stuff. But yeah, um, sounds like it a would bad be nice business, to see that. Bad business decision. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just, I just yeah. feel like it's like, I don't know. I, I kind of just want to think about them just sticking to what they're good at. Right. Software. Why? Because if they're gonna put all that money and investment into making a phone, even the Surface, right? Like 
I think it's cool that we have them now. But I prefer just having like a normal like Hewlett Packard laptop, honestly. Yeah, I don't really know where I stand on that. Um I haven't used a PC laptop in a long time. Um I'm not a PC user by nature for I mean until recently with my gaming PC, but the so like surface... till we converted you. <laughs> yeah, right. You probably to the the surface him down. Nice. The surface laptop is very nice. They do some interesting unique things with their hardware like the felt I don't know what they actually call that material, but the keyboards that have like that felt wrapper on them okay. feel yep. more comfortable. Like they do some interesting things. And obviously their surface with the surface pen, um, you know, it's it's it rivals that of the iPad and the iPad Pro Pencil. Um, so it it's interesting. But yeah, I would like to see that so if, if they applied that surface hardware to a phone, which they've been rumored to do for a couple of years, what would that actually look like? And I, I still kind of have a hard time thinking that people would actually jump ship from either Android or iPhone unless they came out of the gate strong saying like, hey, hey guys, we've invested a ton of our time in the the apps, the app ecosystem. If the app ecosystem's there, people will, will move. Up. Okay, good point. So two things I wanted to touch on real quick is um, you're more, it sounds like you value cosmetics yeah a, a bit more so than functionality i'm and i'm only saying that in comparison to myself because i'm more focused on the functionality and the processing speed and stuff like that and yep. i don't you know mind so much what it really looks like or feels like um i'm getting a little bit more into that but i, I value functionality like even with my mouse i have you know like 21 buttons on it and it's like clunky but <laughs> but it's function it's functional you know and and so then the other thing was that um if they came out with like a surface phone i think it would be great to have that felt on the back of it that would be like a nice little feel cuz i agree i like how that feels and i think that cosmetically people would appreciate that yep um yeah until until your face oil destroyed it yeah that's a good point good point <laughs> I, I mean easily replaceable myself. there's a whole market make a whole Ooh. market for easily replaceable f phone backs you know what they could do is apple has their patented i mean not but they have their fancy little silicone you know 50 dollar iphone case which is like extremely overpriced but that's yeah. another topic they could microsoft could do a felt felt um case for the phone and actually the google pixel which i had uh, the google pixel 2 xl had that fabric it was like mesh right almost like a mesh yeah i loved that thing man except for it did wear eventually the corners started to kind of fray a little bit i probably still have it in a drawer here somewhere i know I have the phone still um the corners started to fray a little bit and because i wear blue jeans all the time it was like a light it was like a light gray material and it started to take on the color of my blue jeans oh, from no. being in my pocket yeah but it, oddly, oddly enough i could stick it in water and just like scrub it with some dish soap and that color would come right out of it, and it would wouldn't mess with the fabric at all, which is pretty cool. Huh. So okay, but yeah, that would be interesting. We went we, we went down a rabbit hole, but that's okay. Yeah, um, are you ready for our next transition into the gaming topic? Let's do it. Let's transition into another transition. All right, let's do this. You guys ready? Boom. Yeah. Three, 
two, one. And we're back. Hello. Hello. All right. So, guys, gaming news. We got a couple for you, right? Um, Video game. A little bit of game in your life. If you guys play Overwatch, I hope you're ready for the new character that they're releasing, Echo. Oh, yes, Echo. Echo is an evolutionary robot programmed with a rapidly adapting artificial intelligence. So, not a whole lot of details released just yet, but my assumption oh. is that it's going to be a character that uses electrical style abilities and like a hacking almost. Like, I could see them being like some type of hacking, potentially mind control using artificial intelligence, you know. Um, uh, there's probably some other speculation, probably have some type of like laser gun, you know, maybe they'll have a lightsaber. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. We don't have many melee characters. We have Doomfist. Uh, you have Reinhardt and you have Winston. I guess those are all considered, well, Winston's not really melee until he Genji. gets his ultimate. Genji. Uh, right? also not really a melee until he gets ultimate. I guess unless you count like the little swipey action he does. But people tend to play him up close, right? In like melee or just like right outside of melee range. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So this yep. character, I think that'd be cool. Give him a lightsaber. Let him play up close. Make it happen. I think that'd be cool. Doomfist is an awesome character, um, hero, if you can get used to him. Oddly enough, he's one of the, he the few heroes that I do better with on PC than on Xbox, which is weird. Um, Okay. But, yeah, I mean, Doomfist, he's very, he's a little bit OP, uh, a little bit overpowered, but um, he's fun to play. I'm watching the, the video, the intro video for Echo right now, and yeah, it really doesn't give you much uh, much detail. And I'm honestly not one, I'm a huge Overwatch fan, and I play, I play, I played a lot of Overwatch in my day, but I never have really watched like the all of the origin stories and things like that, so Echo, I feel like Overwatch kind of um, or not Overwatch, but Blizzard kind of teases out their new heroes through these origin stories of other heroes. Like, I think Sigma was in some of the stories and things before he was announced. Um, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I just watched. Oh, you are? Okay, I, I watched through the video and it didn't really give you much information. So, uh, Cutie Pie in the, in the stream commented they want to know what class it is. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I'm trying to think, what was the what was the last hero they introduced? It's been so, it's been a while since I played, so I'm trying to think. Doomfist. It wasn't Ash. No, Doomfist was their very first. Oh, really? Believe. Yeah, it wasn't Ash. Was it Moira? It wasn't Moira. Moira's been around no. for a while. No. Huh? Um. Oh, Toby. Toby. Yeah, Toby in the chat. My boy Toby saying Sigma. Sigma oh. was their their last, and he was a tank. So I doubt they'd put out another tank right now. And that makes she, sense. He, I'm assuming Echo is a she. Maybe it's a. It's a it, she. It's, it's a she. Okay. Um, artificial. It's a robot. So. Uh, right, but the the if you look at the stream, you can see her face. She's it's a she. Yeah, the vibe I get is support. I get the support vibe. Um, uh, as do I. I get the support vibe, but. I, the last, I think the last one they introduced in support was bash not bastion um baptiste baptiste i think okay. it was the last yeah huh so it could be time it could be time for another i wouldn't i'd rather see more of a damage dealer right i just feel like you know artificial intelligence they, I you don't know, know. What they 
Well, I was gonna say, you know what they haven't introduced recently is like a long range sniper type. Um, I, but I guess Ash kind of counts as that. She can zoom in, kind of like a sniper. But I, yeah, I'm uh, interested, man. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I can't wait. I want to see what happens. I want to know. Yeah, I mean, I, I was talking to some of the guys at at work through Slack, through virtual, through virtual productivity, Ooh. using Slack, talking about <laughs> there's a gaming channel in Slack. So productive, so productive. Oh no. Um, we talked about you guys are clearly busy at work. <laughs> so much work, so much work. A little, just a little bit of Overwatch, you know. So, uh huh. Um, yeah. So we were talking about Overwatch, and this guy and a guy was asking me, "Should I buy Overwatch?" And I'm like, honestly, it's been out for so long now. Overwatch Two is is gonna be released sometime in 2020. Don't think Blizzard has actually given an actual release date at this point. But if I remember correctly, you if you have Overwatch and you buy Overwatch 2, you automatically, or sorry, let me back up. Even if you don't buy Overwatch 2, you get the new heroes and you get the new map. Okay. I think I'm saying that wrong again. I don't think there are new heroes with Overwatch 2. People are yelling at me right now. Okay. <laughs> you can put Just it in the block, comments. Block them out. Block them out. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> um. The new maps that come with Overwatch 2, I believe you automatically are going to get with original Overwatch. I think okay. it's what I've read. I haven't read on it in a while, but I believe that's what I've read. So when I was telling the guy at work today, I was like, um, you basically, the, the benefits of buying Overwatch 2 is that you're going to get improved graphics, and there's going to be a campaign, a campaign mode, which I believe was a huge miss from the first one, first Overwatch. Yeah, yes, I remember now. That that's what I'm the most excited for. Campaigns. Campazies. Yeah. Campaños. 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 That definitely does not mean campaign is <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it means. It means something. Um So yeah, I, I I mean I'm I'm excited for Overwatch 2 because I do want the the updated graphics. I do want the new maps. I'm not huge on campaign modes, but I would be interesting. I always thought from the from the minute I popped Overwatch into my Xbox, first bought it. Actually, I never did that because I bought it digitally. The minute I fired Overwatch up on my Xbox, I was like, okay, all this background stories into the Omnics taking over or, you know, whatever it was, and these these heroes rising up and they formed Overwatch and they they saved the day. And then you jump into multiplayer, I'm like, but wait. So why are we all fighting each other? Why is why are, why is Soldier seventy six trying to kill Reaper? I'm really confused. I thought we were just rising. I thought we were on the same team here. Yeah, um, doesn't like, make where's sense. Where's the story? How do we get to this? So I'm excited about. It. So we're gonna find out why. Maybe, maybe we will. Huh. Okay. Well, nice. I'm excited for that. Um. Yes. In other news, Doom Eternal got released. Today, oh, I'm so excited. Sixty bucks on Steam, you know, or whatever platform you're trying to buy it on. Take um, my money. Take my money. Yes, take all of it. Take it, please. <laughs> um, I uh, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna have to wait a little bit to buy it, but yeah, um, I can't wait. I want to buy it. Oh, so bad. I got the other Doom that came out in like 2016, and it was amazing. And uh I haven't played Doom since like back in the day. Back in the day. 
Um, so I'm excited to try out a new Doom game. They've been advertising it pretty heavily on TV, and it looks amazing. Um, and I hear so many people that I talk that that I follow in the podcast world who talk about video games like drooling over the launch of this game. Yep. So I'm, I'm extremely excited. Um, Me too. I uh, I was watching it. One of uh, one of the guys that I that I watch, uh, his name's the VR Realm. Guys, go check him out on YouTube. VR Realm. Um, he got the game for free because he knows some guys at Bethesda, and so they gave it to him. And he was playing it like two days ago on stream. Oh man. Yeah, and I was watching him, and I was like, ah, oh. it doesn't look a whole lot different. Like they didn't really change, like the 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 assets so much. Um, I mean, of course they made them look nicer, but it's still right. all of the same assets essentially from Doom from 2016. They've just made it look better and they've added new storyline. Um, so like that being said, you know, I mean, I could, I could wait a little bit for Doom Eternal. I mean, I know it's going to be a fantastic game because I loved yeah. Doom 2016, but I'm okay. I don't feel like I'm missing out on too much. And if How much you, is that game now? Uh, the other one, uh, it's probably like yeah. twenty bucks. If you want to try it out, um, I could probably let you log into my Steam and uh, oh, download it and play it when I'm not playing anything. Um, might do that. Yeah, I, I haven't played Doom in a long time. Um, and I always just remember the uh, the uh, deathmatch. Like I don't remember the campaign. Yeah, I think the deathmatch was um, pretty cool, but then they got rid of it at some point, or they did something to it where people stopped playing it, and oh yeah, and then it was just mostly every all you could really do was the campaign mode, and then they put it in VR, and you could do it in VR too. Um, but yeah, um, so anyway, yeah, Doom Eternal, stoked. Um, I just I, I love like the 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 art, I guess like. The oh. horror sort of style, like these crazy monsters. Metal. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> very. Metal. <laughs> I just want to listen to some death metal while I kill monsters. Isn't it just so satisfying? Satisfactory. Satisfacting. Satisfaction. Satisfying. Um, I'm. I'm also like a little bit of a pansy, so if I'm down here playing like morning and I'm listening to death metal and playing a horror game, I'm constantly gonna be like. What was that? What was that noise? <laughs> is, is, is that a demon behind me? It's oh, no. Oh, no. Ah. Uh, oh, sorry. That was just the washing machine. Yeah. Making... Whoops. So, <laughs> um, also, guys, uh, I got to recommend this to everyone, right? Because Epic Games has been doing this for a while now. Don't, don't, just do it. Just download the Epic's Game Launcher. Every week, they give you one or two games for free. And I've for gotten... Real? For free, for free, free, for free, 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 free 55 with a free 55 discount. I've got oh. about 30 games from them now, all for free. Jeez. You know, I would say probably upwards of 300 plus dollars worth of video games for free. So this week, Gosh. there's two games for free, Stanley Parable and Watch Dogs. And, um, you know, sometimes the games aren't really like you know, very noticeable names. But this week, okay. the Stanley Parable and Watch Dogs are well-known. They both did well. There's, there's sequels to Watch Dogs. The Stanley Parable was like an overwhelmingly positive game. Um, 
so wait stanley as in like marvel stanley no 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 no. it's just like the stanley like like stanley. yeah One not word. yeah just stanley like his name's okay. stanley um parable and he's uh he's like an office worker and well i'm not i don't want to ruin it for you guys go check it out go check it out it's free i'm i'm literally if i could share it it'll be done before i share it downloading it right now are you really epic games i'm downloading epic games launcher i don't i've never downloaded it oh dude you got to you got to go download it here Do i'll show now. you guys i'll show you guys real quick let me open it up and then i'll show you the glory um if my computer will work all right computer's not working for me uh that's what computers are good at man yeah they're good at breaking my start screens like uh they're good at refusing to do their job. You had one job, computer. This is a first. One job. One job. You failed. Um. Well, I can't. I would have showed you guys my inventory of free games, but uh, I don't even install them. Honestly, I just you I just have them. them. I just have them. So like, if I ever get bored, you know, I have a I have a list of thirty games to choose from. Pretty you legit. know, yeah. So anyway, that was it. That was all my gaming news. If you don't have anything gaming. else, AJ, we got some UFC to talk about. We got some UFC. You ready for that next transition? Does that mean we're at another transition? Transition time. Three, two, one. Alright, coming on back. One, two, three, and we're back. Hello. Oh, hey. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. Did you miss me? I can't wait to hear this in post. I, we need to figure out a way where I can hear the music. <laughs> I know. I know. We're just like, we're going to have to YouTube it. We're going to have to lynda.com it. We're going to have to Skillshare it. Yes. Yes. But in reality, I don't think there's any way. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish. I just need a. I need like a mixer on my end. So like, as soon as you say go, I'm just gonna be like, beep, push the button, and I hear my own music. I think the only way. You know what? We might be able to do it through VB Audio, actually. Oh, that sounds exhausting. I know, but that's probably the only way. I would have to push my headset sound over to you so that you would hear what I'm hearing through my headset. But then, then you I would, would hear myself. You would hear yourself exactly. So you would you would just unmute it. You would just like unmute it when you wanted to like hear that part of it. I think I think voice meters also the devil. <laughs> it's such a useful tool. <laughs> it's so useful. It's so good. You it's gotta... so good. It's free, but man, every time I try to use it, it wants to fight me. I know. I know. Uh, it's technology is a challenge. So UFC news. Speaking of fighting. I'm trying to get better at these segues. I feel like segues are an area that I can insert fighting. (laughs) Insert segue here. UFC news. Go. Yes. (laughs) Um. (laughs) All right. So Dana, Mr. Dana White, um, they canceled the Tony and Khabib. Um, they didn't cancel it. New York State Athletic Commission removed UFC 249, which is Tony versus Khabib. From the Barclays Center. They can no longer hold that event in New York. So. They don't know where it's going to be right now. Um, so they're, Dana's looking for a new location. Fingers crossed. 
new new web series. Dana White looking for a place to fight. Look, I love it. <laughs> Dana White looking for a place to fight. Oh yes, yes. He does not want to lose that money. He's Dude, like, meme nah, that. Man. Dude, meme that. You should take a you should take a screenshot of like the last news thing and just put those letters in there. Dana White looking for a place. Looking for a place <laughs> to fight. I just find like the title card for their other show and just like put a put a just carrot insert place to a place to fight. <laughs> oh. oh no, yeah, that's that's I, memeable I for that. sure. When I first saw it, my stomach dropped. I was like, no, it's canceled. Right? Cody's buddy gave Khabib the flu. Oh, oh damn it, Cody's call buddy. Back, call back to last episode. Check that out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I mean the Barclays Center shut it down. Mm. Um I can't blame him. I mean, but why not just let him? F- I guess you can't like reserve the Barclays Center just for ten guys to go in there. No, no. They're gonna have to go to West Virginia, where there's only like one case. I think that's what they should do. I think it should be backyard UFC. It's just oh, dude. It's what if it's in Dana White's house or in Dana White's backyard? He just sets up an octagon in his backyard. Yes, <laughs> Dana White's backyard. Oh my god, that would be awesome. Oh. They should definitely do that. It is so cool. And Who do you think's gonna win? Review. I don't know, man. It's such that's such a good pairing because I, I I've been watching a a bunch of clips and a bunch of like fight replays for, from Tony Ferguson. That guy's just so unpredictable. I know. Like the stuff he throws, like these like these like push elbows and stuff where he just throws an elbow through your guard, like it doesn't look like it's that much power, but that guy, he's pretty stacked, man. And he's got a ton of power that you don't see coming. But if, but but Khabib is just a monster. I know. I, I don't know. It's going to, it's a Please don't let them, can, this fight has to happen, damn it. I mean, Dana White has said, he's like, it's going to happen. It doesn't matter if it's out of the country or what. It's I don't care happen. if they both are sick and all of their limbs are broken. They're going in that, that ring. That octagon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know Toby's watching right now. He's like, Khabib's going to win. I mean, I, I don't really know. I honestly don't have a, a leg in the fight. I mean, to your point from last episode, Tony's American, so maybe I should have pulled for the American. But I kind of like Khabib's reign of dominance. Like, it's kind of like the John Jones story now. It's like every time I see John Jones fight, a part of me always wants to see him win. I don't as know. Long as, he's like fighting, that... as long as he's fighting non-Americans, he should win every time. <laughs> I'm just saying, pa- patriotism, you know? It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, I can get behind I want the home team to win. I can get behind that. So, it, it, I don't know. That's I don't hard know. to call. I, I agree, I agree. I, I, I just know that I want to see the fight. Um, but, but where are they going to have it is the question. Um, Dana White's backyard, call him up. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm driving out there, dude. We're going. Let's do it. Let me just hit up my buddy Dana White. Hey Dana. He probably lives in a a baller house. He's probably got he's probably got corona. No, I shouldn't say that. I mean <laughs> Anyway. Um and here's more terrible news. We're not gonna have anything to talk about for the next couple weeks, AJ. Because they canceled oh. they canceled UFC Fight Night 171, Woodley versus Edwards, tomorrow. That's not happening. Postponed. Sucks. They canceled UFC ESPN 8 in Gano versus Rosenstruck. I think that's next week. That's canceled. Man. I think it's the 31st. 
or the 28th. And then UFC Fight Night 172, Overeem versus Harris, which was oh, supposed to be April 11th, canceled. Overeem is, was supposed to fight again already? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Did, did they put on a new lip for that guy? Did they attach a brand <laughs> new lip? Don't because you? The last fight, right? lip got exploded. There's no way that that lip is like fully re- prepared, right? Or repaired, right? I don't know. I feel like I saw some stuff after the fight. Um, and, or not after the fight, maybe like a week or so later, and it like had magically healed. This guy's got some insane genes. Um, Are you serious? It actually healed? Can I share my screen? I think the people need to see this. Show it to me. All right. Share screen. You're, it's all you now. I am. Oh Sharing my God. Screen. Look at this monstrosity. Look at this lip. Oh my gosh. You guys are not watching on YouTube right now. I advise number one that you do. But number two, let me just explain this lip for you. Alistair Overeem got socked in the, hurts my feelings. I think it was the end of the third round. Who did this to him, by the way? I can't Rosenstruck. even Rosenstruck. That's who did it to him? Yeah, Rosenstruck. Okay. All right, so the fight was almost over. I think Alistair would have won it on a decision. Oh, yeah, but, definitely. Uh, he got caught with this. I think it was like a right hook or something and just split his lip. I mean, from his lip almost up to his his left nostril. Like, that's how far up this cut goes. Oh, my God. It's so graphic, man. <laughs> it's so bad. But then check out this image. Um, I think his, his I mean, his lip, I can't make this image much bigger, um, but his, his lip like miraculously healed. Pull, well, pull, pull it, that, pull uh, that out onto another tab. Right, right that, click, man. right click. Open in a, Open new, a tab. new tab. Here we go. Yeah. Now zoom in on that thing. Control scroll, in. control scroll wheel. Oh yeah, look at these these shortcuts. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, scroll in middle mouse. Ma- there you go. How? <laughs> I don't know how. How? He must have he must have a good plastic surgeon on speed dial. That's all I can say. The dude healed up. I mean, number one, he's he's a freaking he's he's another he's one of the like freaks of nature in the sport. Like he, the dude's a freaking statue. He um, is. You know, so wow. He man. probably has a plastic surgeon on speed dial, if I had to guess. Um, he must have stitched him up pretty good. Put some to get some of whatever that guy's got. That's insane. That's so nice. Must have put some stem cells in there or something. How? I just uh, don't understand how it's like already scarred over. Pretty wild. Wow. I can't believe he's fighting again already. I mean, I guess it was a knockout, right? Or did they stop it? I can't. Oh no, knockout! Knockout! Yeah. Oh yeah. It was a knockout. So I'm surprised he's already back at it again. But the guy's a monster. He's unstoppable. So. Yep. Well, good for him. He's getting back in. That's great. Can't can't knock him for that, right? Yeah, good for him. I love watching him fight. He's one of those guys where it's just like you never know what's gonna happen. Any second, that guy could throw a bomb and put somebody's lights out yeah i think i'm i'm bummed that all of this is going on because you know it's just the little things like yeah of course there's all the terrible things that are happening but like <sighs> we don't get to watch ufc every weekend anymore that sucks i i'm curious what they're gonna do i mean they plan out fights so far in advance like i'm curious what they're gonna do how, how are they gonna make up for 
I don't know how they're going to make up for some of these fights. Like, do, do they push everything back? Do they stop scheduling fights and just push everyone back three, four, five months? How do they, how do, they do that? I don't I think, know. I think so. I think everything's probably going to get pushed back about, you know, maybe six months. Worst yeah. case. Well. Yep. Um, so some interesting stuff that I, or one interesting thing that I, I have seen um, just through, through the socials um, leading up to this, this episode is that it looks like Dustin Poirier and Dan Hooker are trying to make a fight. Okay. I think that's a great idea. I think that's an awesome fight. I think yeah. that's a great fight. We haven't seen Dustin Poirier since the Holloway fight, right? Dustin fought Khabib and lost. Oh, shoot. That's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the last fight. Um, so... I don't in in my opinion I don't think that's a good idea for Dustin to take that fight because he's fighting down he's fighting down against a guy that has a lot to learn a lot to earn and Dustin has a lot to lose. I mean yeah. Dustin's next fight should probably be Tony. Dustin's next fight should be the loser of the Tony Khabib fight. Or should they give it to Connor? I don't think they should give shit to Connor. Connor's got a f- <laughs> Connor beats Cowboy. Cowboy's like not really that high up in the rankings, in my opinion. I think Connor needs to beat Justin Gaethje. I think he needs to beat Tony. I think he needs to beat Dustin Poirier before they give him Khabib. That's my opinion. Here's what's gonna happen. He's gonna fight the winner of Tony versus Khabib. There's th- that. Think so? Oh, I think so. They're going to make that fight, dude. That'd be messed up. It would be messed up. I think he needs to get one more fight under his belt before they give him the championship. Uh, and I don't, think, I don't think Khabib would take that fight. You know? So it's got to be Tony. Tony's got to win this, and then it's going to be Tony versus Connor. Connor's going to beat Tony, and then Khabib's going to come back and take the belt. Wow, okay. All right. Got it all planned out, man. That's the next year. <laughs> So you think Tony takes this fight? America. <laughs> Hashtag America. <laughs> Hashtag America. Oh, yeah. yeah man. All right. Well, I guess we'll see how it plays out, man. It will be interesting. I'm not going to put money on it. Just saying. America. Yeah. I, I, if, if, I would love to see the Connor-Justin Gaethje fight. I love watching Justin Gaethje fight. He's a very unassuming guy. Like, you look at him, and you don't think he's that much of a monster. Right. He looks that like guy. Homer. He also knocked out Cowboy. I think that was a first-round knockout. Yes. Um, he's a beast, man. He's a he complete is. beast. I think he could have beat Dustin Poirier if he would have used his ground game. Because he's an All-American wrestler. Yeah. And he never uses his ground game. How does that make any sense? Yep. To, I mean, can, um, Dustin Poirier is an excellent boxer. So He's got such good hands. Justin should have used his MMA, full MMA capabilities, and he would have won that fight. I still think Justin, right. um, Poirier, um, Justin Gaethje has a good chance at beating Khabib. I want to see that fight. I want to see that fight before I see the Connor fight. Because Khabib's whole thing is taking you down and ground and pounding you, but he does it against strikers. 
When has Khabib... When's the last time Khabib fought a wrestler? Go back and look at his last um, five fights. Let's if take you, a look. If you go back and look at his last five fights, they're not... None of them are wrestlers. They're all strikers. So put him up against an all-American wrestler like Justin Gaethje. I mean, even Tony. Tony's a, Tony's a wrestler. I don't know if he's all-American, but I think he was Division One. I don't think Khabib's going to be able to do to Tony what he's been able to do to, like, all these other folks. Yeah, he hasn't fought a wrestler in a long time. That's what I'm saying. So give him some adversity in the ring. And, and looking back at this, they've been trying to make this Tony fight for a long time, long too. I think this is, like, the Since fifth. Since, like, 2016. Yeah. I think this is the fifth or sixth attempt at it. So. Gosh. Yeah, man. This is going to be a good one. I'm excited. I am too. I am too. Uh, but are you ready to wrap this up? I don't know if we have anything else. I think it, I think this is a good time to wrap it up. All right, sure. guys. We've been going for about an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I did, want to bring up, I did want to bring up one thing. Okay. Um, I, I, there's, a, there's a guy that I'm connected with on LinkedIn, and, uh, and he commented on one of, our, or one of my posts where I shared the uh, – podcast shout out zach miller um and <laughs> he he asked what happens if beard shaves his beard that's not gonna happen i i'm gonna respond back and i'm gonna say how dare you say the s word <laughs> <laughs> we don't shave beards around here um yeah. i have no reason to shave my beard so yeah it just uh <laughs> I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna Google beard wig. There's gotta be a beard. A <laughs> beard wig. Oh, there is definitely a beard wig. There's like that little like strap on one, like that you could like strap around your ears. Poor choice strap of words. On. Poor strap choice on. of words. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, but yeah, yeah, exactly. They got one. They got one for that. But this beard's yeah, not going that's, anywhere. That's that's funny. You put way too much effort in. You put way too much work. Look at this thing, man. Yeah. It's too glorious. It's not, yeah, you can't get rid of that. My boss wants me to shave it off. Oh, but, really? But she's not allowed to tell me to shave it off. So we're yeah. good. Did you, did you tell her, don't tell him my business? Eh, no, I didn't say that, but... No, just kidding. <laughs> I, I mean, I shaved it off. I shaved it down one time because I had to give like an important meeting in front of a oh. bunch of important folks. So I did it then, but now I'm... I think I'm probably past where i was at this point i feel like at this point you can dress up weird like like you know how you can kind of like dress up your jeans like you can wear jeans but you can put a button on a button down on with a tie and you can put some nice shoes on you dressed up your jeans right yeah i think you can dress up a beard like if you put on some nice clothes oh yeah and you just look well well kept you can dress up a beard you can have a yep. you can have a beard that's like down to your belly button but if you look nice, you know what I mean? You can, you can do it. You can pull it off. Yeah, I think, I think so. I mean, as long as you dress nice and your hair is done, that's the most yeah. important thing. You're, I mean, your beard, you have to do the right things for your beard. Like, this isn't just a beard that just grew out of my face, right? Like, this is maintenance. Like, you have to fucking, I'm sorry. You have to blow dry it. You have to blow dry it. You have to comb blow it. Dry. You blow dry your beard? Oh yeah, dude, you have to. If you don't if you don't blow dry and and, and um comb your beard, it's going to get all uh, knotted up and dreaded out. 
and it's going to be all disgusting. You have to shampoo it. You have to um, <laughs> condition it. You have to oil your skin. Um, oh, yeah. You know, you have to put beard balm in it. I mean, dude, it's a... This ain't nothing to kid about here. This is serious work. <laughs> Mine just... I just let it do its thing. You know, I trim it up every... Once every couple of weeks. You could stimulate the hair growth by... um. Uh, using one of those um, badger hair brushes to kind of just scrape your skin. What? And, uh, not like it's not like scraping your skin off, but like you use badger hair brushes to, um, like you know comb your comb your hair that you have and your skin, which um causes your blood vessels to open up a bit and you get more blood flow into your face, uh, which promotes healthy beard growth. I've never heard of this. Bro, you trust me, right? You have all the tips. I, I have the beard to go with it. You do. I mean, you have the beard to back it up. I'm just saying. All right. Well, I think that's a pretty good spot to wrap it up. If you all guys right. have any beard beard growing tips, hit us up in the comments. Yes. Um, if you have any <laughs> beard growing questions, let me know. Oh, 